Hello, hello. Welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast. And today we have a very awesome topic and it's about who is the best at picking beats. And this conversation can go on and on, but um, I got I got a few people that I really need to go over. And um, I think one person I got to definitely say is Sky Zoo. I think Sky Zoo is really fucking good at picking beats. When you look at his work with Ninth Wonder, what he did on his album, uh, Music For My Friends, um, very much like everything he does, he has a great ear, and it's something that he's mentioned in the past. There's people like Jay-Z, who is obvious. Um, I do want to talk about why people think like that that rumor that was spreading around or that debate, I mean, more so a debate on if Nas picks bad beats. And that shit always bugged me out. Like that always bugged me out. I want to. I I will disprove this in one second. So Nas picks bad beats, but has arguably one of the most important hip hop albums ever. Okay, fine. We'll exclude Illmatic. Let Let's take Illmatic out of his discography. I have a lot of strong arguments that Nas picks good beats. You know, I think Nas the Hate Me Now beat is good. I think Nas the Stillmatic production was good. I liked um. The production on God's Son. You know, um, 50 Cent is another great year for beats and instrumentals. Rick Ross. Um, you know, like, it, it's hard to say, like, people who pick beats, like, oh, what makes uh, what makes a good year? What's this? What's that? Um, but I think bounce is definitely an element. You know, I think reading the bounce of a record, reading what you do best into it, like, it, it really, there are so many elements that comes into picking a beat. And the reason I wanted to do this show, this this small thought segment, is to really put out there like who who is the best at picking beats? Like I, I really want to come down to this because like I'm not talking about who's the best at making beats, but who's the best at picking them. You know, because it's one thing to be able to, you know, A like really hear something and hear like hear something different. And what I mean by that is, let, let's say I go over to a producer's place, a studio, whatever, and they play me a beat. Now, it might be a dope beat. I'm not saying it's going to be a dope beat, but is it for me? And am I going to be able to, to perform to the most optimal level? So it's not also just about picking good beats. It's about picking beats that fit you. So like that's that's the double whammy of this whole situation. So there is a relevance factor. There's definitely a relevance factor if you're trying to breach into the music industry try a little bit of something different for sure you know but i i think people who have success in hip-hop and by picking beats usually it, it really just does it comes down to knowing your flow what you sound best on and just what sounds good like like it's basic i mean what sounds good what chords work what arrangement uh works for the piano etc like maybe if we switch over this 808 and flip that snare we could reverse this cymbal crash like you know like again like that's what the production comes into like like this is me with the production mind and like this podcast might go on longer i might rattle on and on and on and you know when it comes down to oh who picks the best beats and shit you know all this and that i mean like it, it really goes into a weird area of debate and um, it's strange. And I, I feel like, you know, hip hop is full of debate. And I'm okay with that. You know, and I'm just running off a of personal opinion. Like, I could go through my phone right now and, like, look at the music I listen to. And I'm going to tell you who I think pick, picks great beats. ASAP Rocky. 
ASAP Rocky picks incredible production. Like, for instance, if you listen to, even if you go all the way back to his mixtape, uh, Live Love ASAP. Yeah, Live Love ASAP. Um, yeah, Live Love. Yeah, Live Love ASAP. I'm tripping. I know I said that a million times. But um, I think that he picked a lot of really good Clams Casino Cloudy production. And for real, like, he made it work. And it, it matched his persona. And that's the element I'm talking about. It's not only the ASAP Rocky find dope production. He was able to match it and his personality fit for it. Now, that is, that's the main thing I'm talking about. Like, like for instance, if you put, like, let's say I grabbed Derringer, you know, Griselda. And I, I went and then I got Lil Uzi. <laughs> you know, it's not really, I'm not saying that nothing could happen. That's no diss. I, I fuck with Derringer. He makes crazy good beats. I like Lil Uzi. Now, they're both great, but is it going to be able to make sense is what I'm saying. And is it going to music, is, is, are they going to be able to mesh? Is Uzi going to be able to go over a Derringer beat and make it work like he, he will go over a Murder Beats record, which has a faster tempo. So like so many elements are coming into play when we're talking about hip hop. We're talking about picking beats. Shit, like who is the best? I don't think I can narrow it down to any one person because there are also, you know, people who do you know, the production as well, such as like Big Crit, Black Milk. And these are people I, I'm looking at and they're in my playlist, mind you. I'm not bullshitting. These people are in my playlist. And I keep it that way for a reason. Um, I think A Boogie pick, picks some pretty good beats. Um, Cause, Cause is underrated. Sahai the Prince had incredible production on his last project, No Church on Sundays. Um, Dave East, I like again. It, it's tough for me just to be like, oh, this person, blah blah blah, like picks trash beats. Like, the, I don't know if I can say like if someone just picks trash beats. Like for me, what a trash beat is something different than what other people might consider a trash a trash beat. It takes a lot for me to think a beat is bad, maybe, but I don't know. Maybe that says something about me. But mainly for me, I'm subjective as fuck. You know, if it's dope, it's dope. And I I, I like it, it works. Um, you know, again, people can be uh, very weird and stuff. I, and I just think it's, it's strange how fans can kind of try to dictate uh, how they can, how artists should view their own music, you know? Because we, when, when an artist creates, you know, we don't always have the fans in mind. And uh, I, I know I don't, honestly, you know, I don't. I'm just making music to make music. And but the more you climb, the higher up you go, you're gonna you're gonna learn that it's gonna come into play when you have pe business people, etc., saying, "Oh, well, we need this particular sound, we need this particular wave." You know, this producer's hot at the moment. We should go grab them. And um, I mean, that's all in good. Listen, that is all in good. You know, that is all I gotta say. But at the end of the day, really though, like really, is it that sensible? Um, to like really do me, create music like that. And I don't think it is because it's fucking finite. Life is finite and to make the, to get the, the best, uh, you know, juice for the squeeze or whatever. Like, <laughs> um, I think you gotta be authentic. And I think that's the reason that, that this good music is created. I think Logic, um, and Six, you know, are great together. I think Logic and Six, they've developed a great production rapper relationship uh, producer rapper relationship their friends business wise it, it all tends to work out and i really fuck with six i think six 
is a great producer and what he does for logic i think is genius i mean if you go through some of the production that six has done i think that six is elevated so much he's so fucking good so um hell yeah i mean rick ross does pretty good pick pretty good beats when i think about it like the aston martin music uh, was so fucking good that lush instrumental when the keys come in um you have biggie okay you got biggie that's an obvious one like come on when you think of classic beats and hip-hop biggie does come into mind you know i think of um i'm coming out i'm coming out. yeah like uh mo money mo Pro- i think about all that shit you know um it feral monch that motherfucker you know you gotta have some fire beats if he's gonna be coming over rapping because I, like Pharaoh Monch just destroys instrumentals. I'm gonna leave it at that. He just destroys the shit. Um, I think Roddy Rich has an incredible ear for production. A fucking amazing ear. Shout out to Roddy Rich. Very well done. Uh, someone's playing some music. Bass is reverberating. Okay. I guess maybe they heard me and they're like, oh, you you, you want to know the best beat pickers, motherfucker? Okay, I'll tell you. Um, anyway, so yeah, Schoolboy Q, most definitely. Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q is the fucking man. Um, I actually saw a recent interview. He went on Hot Ones. Maybe this is old and I just caught up to it. Maybe that's how I am. But um, I got to say, I was really fucking impressed. Like, I thought it was dope what he did. And, um, you know, he's just, he's all around just a nice dude, good guy. And um, I just got, got this vibe, you know, this is authenticity. And, um, yeah, I think he has a really good ear for beats. I think if you listen to Oxymoron, you listen to to what is it blank face or crash talk you're gonna walk away realizing like even if you don't like his rapping you're gonna like the musical side because he has an incredible ear for beats and he is in the good circle of production so that 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 does add an incredible element and for me you know oh wale oh for sure i gotta throw wale in that list wale is definitely in that list because um everything i think the album about nothing i'll just leave it at that the album about nothing and the gifted that's all i gotta say but um yeah i mean who do you think are the best beat pickers in hip-hop um just feel free to let me know make sure to subscribe please leave a private please leave a positive review and drop a five-star rating on the podcast on itunes if you could it would really fucking mean a lot to me um i'm working on getting the studio set up for next month uh, today's April 30th, so it's going to be like, you know, I'm tomorrow I really got to get things moving and shaking to have a successful month as far as re- reworking the podcast a bit, doing some things different. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's been a good time. And uh, make sure to click the links below. Go and listen to Heart Into the Soil. The deluxe edition is posted on my SoundCloud, and uh, I'm working on getting it on YouTube. I'm having some issue with the distribution. I'm like with the, the distribution company at the moment, so it's gonna take a little bit of time. But I'm gonna get the deluxe album out. I'm planning on pressing up CDs, merch. All of this should be uh, inputted. My my goal is that in the summer I'll have merch set up. I'll have some CDs, some shirts set up. Every Thing. I'm, I'm really trying to build this properly people and um yeah no it's a go that's all i gotta say it's a go green light means go and yeah like i said subscribe follow me peep it all go on chasehill.net which i'm still working on a little bit still working on the designs i'm gonna be um making sure to plug all my music on there 
and expect Chase Talks Hip Hop.net to be coming. But uh, that's that's through with my announcements. You know, I stay working out. Yeah, I stay working. Oh, final announcement, actually, of my whole entire list. June 2nd is uh, the release of Into the Haze, my mixtape. Um, it's going to be a continuation of Heart Into the Soil. It's a little, the interpretation, you know, like it's not as character based. It's more vibe based, musically based. It's a, di- it's a little bit of a different sound for me. Um, if you listen to Heart Into the Soil, it's, this is going to be a different project. This tape is a little bit, is definitely a little bit different, but, um, I'm looking forward to everyone hearing it. I got a lot of work dropping this year, a lot of work. And, uh, one more thing, music video coming soon for the hardest shit ever written featuring the homie Triz. So I'm staying active out here and shout out to the homie Blue August. I know he's been killing these, these, uh, beats I've been cooking for him. So yeah, much love people. Thank you.